Hi, I'm Sally Kirkman from sallykirkman.com and I'm here with my friend and fellow astrologer, Christina Rodenbeck from oxfordastrologer.com. And together we are Astrology Talk podcast. We talk about astrology. And this episode is one of our series of Astrology Talk Investigates. And this time around, we're going to be looking at eclipses. So these are short podcasts and we're going to be answering varied and different questions using the lens of astrology. This episode's going to go out on October the 8th, leading into eclipse season. And our question this time around is, what does it mean if you're born on an eclipse? So, Christina, here we go. Eclipse season. Yeah, eclipse season. And what does it mean if you're born on an eclipse? It's a pretty exciting thing to happen. You see a lot of, well, not a lot, but a few very influential people who are born on an eclipse. And it can mean that you're, you know, a plaything of the gods, wouldn't you say? Yeah, plaything of the gods. I mean, eclipses for me, they often play out in the lives of royals, the kind of leaders. And that I think is partly because, you know, if we're thinking about the sun and moon and eclipse is the relationship between sun, moon and earth. You know, I don't know if those of you listening in, if you've seen an eclipse, they're absolutely awesome. I saw the one in 1999 when, you know, it literally, the the sun goes dark. I mean, back in the day, ancient times, people must have thought, what on earth's happening? The world's coming to an end. They're awesome. But it's about the sun and moon. And the sun is seen as the king in astrology, and the moon is seen as the queen in astrology. So they're really common eclipses playing out in the lives of the royals. And we're going to be looking at a chart, actually, of someone who sort of became a royal. Catherine, Princess of Wales. I note that people who are born on eclipses are often, you know, they're playthings of the gods, and they're also, they sweep other people before them. So they seem to have, you know, a very strong destiny, because the nodes, the north and south nodes, which are show us where eclipses are, these are the destiny points. The reason I've brought up Catherine, Princess of Wales, is because she's born exactly on an eclipse. Yeah. This is really easy to see when you have a chart in front of you, because the sun and moon will be making a conjunction with the nodes. Donald Trump also born on an eclipse. But here we have Catherine Middleton born on an eclipse. And it's quite dramatic. It's a very tight one. Yeah, it is. It is. And she's born on a lunar full moon eclipse with the sun in Capricorn opposing the moon in Cancer. And the nodes are only a couple of degrees away from the sun and the moon. So it's very obvious to see that, you know, she's on this path. And I think this is, you know, the nodes are interesting in astrology. They always are aligned. They're going to be in the same sign as the eclipses. And they are about kind of where you're coming from, where you're going to. They set you on a trajectory that means, you know, you've got something quite special in line for you very often. I mean, which obviously, you know, Catherine, she was upper middle class background, wasn't she? A family of party planners, her mum and dad, you know, and then she she meets William at university. And kind of, I suppose you could say the rest is history in a way, which actually, interestingly, would be her first nodal return, wouldn't it? Because the nodes, it takes 18 to 19 years for them to complete their cycle around the zodiac and come back to the place they were when you're born. 
So everybody has a nodal return at 19 as they often leave home, yeah. which is quite an interesting thing, isn't it? It's like the next chapter of your life begins at 19, usually, sometimes a bit earlier. Yeah, I slightly see nodes slightly differently. I don't see that you're going away or I think that you have to get the two nodes working together. You know, if you can do that, it's better than just leaving one behind. Mm. So to me, what's interesting is that, you know, she has the moon in Cancer, right? Yeah. And Cancer is the sign of the family. And Capricorn is the sign of the establishment. So her destiny turns out to be creating a family that's a part of the establishment or becoming part of the royal family. The royals are in this country are not just the royals, you know, they call themselves, their label is the royal family. And so she becomes part of that with this eclipse. She meets him at 19. And the next nodal return is, well, it's 19 years after that. I can't think what happened at that point. She probably had another baby or something. Yeah. But her destiny is written out for her. Yeah. You know, there aren't very many choices off that path. I suppose she could have chosen not to. But you know, she's a great example of someone who's swept up by this eclipse. Do you have anything else to say about her? Yeah, just one thing about her chart, because I think what is important is that, you know, this this lunar eclipse, the sun is in the fifth house, which is the house of children. When people come into the royal family, a woman, you're looking at, is she going to make a good mother? Is she going to bring the heirs to the throne? <laughs> you know, on her path. So her path literally is about kind of creating these children, the heirs to the throne. And I think that is really powerful and important too, you know, with her full moon eclipse, the sun in the fifth house, opposite the moon in Cancer, the moon likes to be in Cancer. It is caring, nurturing. It's about becoming the mother to these these important kids as well. That is really interesting. And the other thing about the sun being on the south node and the moon being on the north node is that the south node can be like the exit, like she's actually literally popping out these little suns. That's a nice image, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Popping them out. (laughs) Popping out the little airs. Yeah, popping them out. I want to say that's what she's hired for, but it kind of is, isn't it? It kind of is. It kind of is her path of destiny. You can see it in the astrology. That's her role. So we're going to look at another chart as well for those of you who are viewing this rather than just listening in. I mean, this is Prince William. So eclipse couple. Eclipse couple. And also eclipses come about six months apart. They come in opposite signs. So ta-da, Prince William is also got the moon in Cancer, but he's got the sun in Cancer too. And he's on the other end of these eclipses. He's born on a new moon solar eclipse, isn't he? And bang on an eclipse again. So it is interesting. I mean, she's older than him, isn't she? She was born beginning of 1982 in January. He's born in June 1982. So, you know, if you think eclipses, there's only usually four a year. They come in pairs. For this royal couple to both be born on eclipses, they've kind of found one another and they both have this sense of destiny. Obviously, for William, he's born into the royal family. So in a way, his destiny is laid out before him. And I think with William, it's often said, because he's got Jupiter on the midheaven, the royal kind of elevated planet on the midheaven. In a sense, astrologers were always saying he was the one who was born to be king. And his son at zero degrees cancer makes a lovely trine aspect to that Jupiter. So you can really see for him, 
He's born on this solar new moon eclipse and the sun in that gorgeous trine aspect to Jupiter on the midheaven. There he is. His destiny is laid out for him. He knew it at birthright, the oldest son. So yeah, really interesting. And an interesting match. You know, you find the person who matches you. I always wonder if Catherine Middleton's mom didn't get an astrologer to look at her chart. <laughs> because it seems like such a perfect match. Yeah, it does. It does. They both have that really strong, the sort of cancer Capricorn access is all about history, tradition, legacy, family. They're a matching couple with the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipse. You know, what does it mean to be born on an eclipse? These are perfect examples. Sometimes it can bring fame. So these are famous people. And sometimes it can bring this sense of like that your destiny is laid out for you and you just have to follow the path that there aren't so many choices that you make, and that your destiny might be in the public eye also. And people born on eclipse can have a lot of power as well. I mean, it depends where, you know, which signs your eclipses are. But we have this example, as I said, I think it's like royal family. It's really simple because of the Cancer Capricorn axis, which is about, you know, power and the establishment on one side and family on the other. It's a powerful family. So they are part of it. And it sounds like the mafia, doesn't it? They're part of a powerful family. And they're not going to be able to kind of deviate from that. But there are other members of the royal family who were born on eclipses as well, aren't there? I'm not sure who was born on an eclipse, but it's not an unknown thing in this family. And I think that's also interesting is that you can see it repeating within families that they are born on eclipse, like powerful families. Or you have someone like a maverick in a family who's born on an eclipse and suddenly rockets to fame somehow, or renown, or infamy, because it could go the other way. Yeah, it can. And I've seen that too. I mean, there's interestingly, really interesting with this Prince William, I was looking for eclipses. And there's a guy called Jussie Smollett, I think that's his name, an American actor, who's born on the same day as Prince William. But he has his sun and moon are at 29 Gemini. So William's son is at zero cancer, his moon in cancer, but they're both born on the day of an eclipse. And I was reading about this guy and apparently, and this is allegedly, he staged a fake hate crime against himself. So it looked like there'd been a huge crime. And then there's been this whole kind of, you know, story around it being a hoax. This has been over the last few years. I've not heard of him before, but I just thought, and he ended up I mean, being convicted and going to prison for a short time because of it. The sun and moon in Gemini also opposite Neptune. So, you know, Gemini, Neptune themes can be around lies and fantasy and what's going on, what's the truth and what's not. But you can see in his case, I mean, it's played out in a way that whether this is right or wrong, this hoax, I don't know. And that in a way doesn't matter, but it means that, you know, he's become infamous, (laughs) So it is this, you know, fame or infamy. I mean, how does it play out? And I have seen that also with, you know, a client who was born on an eclipse who had quite Saturn and Pluto pulled into it. And I did find out at a later date that he had committed a criminal act, you know, and it's like, oh, goodness. So it's the highs and lows of life, isn't it, this eclipse path? And I think it's really important to be aware of that. Mm, Saturn and Pluto pulled into this one, just to mention it. I'm looking at it into Prince William's chart, but we'll glide gracefully over that. I just want to point out that that guy with the Gemini eclipse, famous for lying, really, which is a bit of a Gemini thing, you know, speak with forked tongue. Whereas William, famous for his family, 
Another thing about this, Catherine being born on the full moon, and he's born on the new moon, she's born on the full moon, is that she's famous for her partner. You know, she's famous for her husband. Yeah. Which he actually is also famous for his partner, really. They're famous as a couple. And I think that's quite interesting too, because you wouldn't really say that about the Queen or even about Charles. They're not so much famous as couples, but he, Catherine and William are famous as a couple. The lunar eclipse is about relationships very often. Mm. William is born on a new moon eclipse, but his son is actually on the descendant, isn't it? It's on the relationship point. So that kind of, you know, yes, it's the relationship that's really powerful and important here. You know, and just what you were talking about eclipses and the royal family. I mean, everything happens on eclipses. They kind of, their astrologers tell them to do things on eclipses. Let's, you know, say it that way. King Charles' coronation was on an eclipse, wasn't it? The famous one, Princess Diana, William's mum. I mean, obviously, William was born on an eclipse, so she gave birth on an eclipse. But she got married on an eclipse. She gave birth. The separation was announced on eclipse. She died close to an eclipse. And she wasn't an eclipse baby, but she got pulled into this kind of the royal connection of eclipses. She was a Cancerian ruled by the moon. Her name was Diana, which was the moon goddess. So yeah, the eclipses really play out powerfully in the lives of royals. But if you're not a royal and you're born on an eclipse, it means there's something special about your life. And I think it's kind of exploring that that's really intriguing. So that's the end of this episode of Astrology Talk Investigates. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like more astrology, please visit our websites. Also, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Bye for now.